0: Welcome back to the third week of Standard Bank's Phenomenal Family Series. During this week's sessions, we'll look at the latest global trends and insights impacting family office and family enterprise clients. I'm your host, Lerat Mbele, and I'm really delighted that you could join us today. Our first speaker is from the Family Office Exchange, or FOX. His name is Kent Lawson, and he's going to talk to us about what is top of mind for families and where they are deploying their capital in the area of technology. Ken Lawson is the director of the technology integration services at uh, Family Office Exchange, Fox. He has over 25 years of experience as a leader in the family office and wealth management industries, and has deep knowledge of management operations and technology for the family office space. His expertise in consulting, project management, analysis and due diligence around the family office and also technology make him a central aspect to the development of the technology marketplace at Fox. Ken, thank you so much for joining us. Now, just before we get into the nitty gritties, I just want to know a little bit about the synergies, if it were, or the integration and adoption of technology in the sphere of the family office. Why is it an important conversation for us to be having?
1: Over the past years, there's been this major shift in how we think about technology. It used to be a part of the office. It used to be something that was needed, a tool. Uh, And as time has gone on, as we've moved, as we continue to use technology in our everyday life now, it's it's in our hand. So has the point of view of technology for all industries, not just the family office space. But what's exciting about the family office space is that we're looking at the different generational viewpoints that are coexisting and therefore the technologies need to coexist and work together. So that that's been the uh, nice shift in the past five years or so.
0: Now, have there been any major disruptions in technology recently that have helped the family office evolve even across generations, as you say?
1: Well, of course, there's the most obvious one that we've all experienced right, the pandemic. But indirectly, I I would say we're looking at uh, other areas. Insurance comes to mind. So what's happening in insurance? We're looking at the pandemic has had an effect on what kind of policies are being written and changed. For instance, life insurance became really difficult And in the United States with natural disasters, uh, homeowners insurance is becoming ridiculous. But what has really changed in the insurance industry along with that has been cybersecurity. That's probably the surprise that happened. That Everyone understood the pandemic and knew we had to change uh, how we think about remote access that changed the strategic plans that were already in place. Put those aside. Now we're remote. But cybersecurity has actually taken over, and that's been the big surprise.
0: Yes, and it's become quite a dominant theme and concern across so many aspects of um, wealth management and asset management. Now, in terms of the trends that are also emerging in the technology sphere and that are even becoming a reality in the tech space uh, for families and for the offices that serve them, could you tell us about some of those trends, the things that families should consider?
1: The the great thing that I find exciting about the multi-generations, which I mentioned earlier, is a different viewpoint. So as technologies used to serve either the people leading the office or the generations managing the office, the desire and need for technologies to be throughout the entire family is important. So technologies are making a major transition in how they relate to the family members. So it is now more driven by each individual and what they need in uh, existence with that same information now being reported back to the family. So as a family office member, I can actually understand better each family member's perspective, Mm -hmm. what they care about, what it is they're looking at, and how they're thinking about the legacy of the family. We didn't have that before. And so now this two-way viewpoint of technology is really becoming a a standard way of thinking as the vendors are migrating their technologies.
0: And obviously there's a sense that those who are driving the technological shift, the viewpoint shift, are the rising generation. So tell us how they are doing this.
1: Of course, they've grown up (laughs) with mobile access to information. Um, when, When I was starting in the family office industry, people had to know what it is they were looking at. I need this information, and when I get reports, I understand all of the underlying data and what is built around that. What's transitioned over time is the younger generations want to spend their time focused on other things, not the data, not why is the data here. So making sure the information is easy to consume yeah. and having no understanding of how it came about, we still have to deliver that same information. So that's a major shift. And the other side of that is timing. We used to get quarterly reports or um, a monthly package. And the idea as Rising Gen is focused, not only the mobile side of it, but the information needs to be as current as possible today. And that's, that's the change. Everybody's moving toward that.
0: And succinct, I suppose, as well. Now, how have technology vendors, in response, shifted over recent years around family offices and uh, towards the families themselves?
1: The most recent thing in the past two years, most of the vendors, regardless of their historic industry—let's say they were a wealth management-focused technology um, or accounting—most of the vendors are now developing their own family office division or section. They have shifted to understand that even institutional clients for them, other clients for them are still being driven by the ultra high net worth and the families. So there's this huge focus now to go to the source. Uh, And that's been a fun experience. Along with that, the idea of Migrating away from building yourself, Uh, it used to be, yes, we'll build this, we'll add this to our technology, we'll keep doing this. Well, the partnership mentality has taken over. Everybody's looking the best way to solve the problem and get the information to the family members first, family office second, uh, and not building it independently. They're, They're partnering up with those that do things better in certain areas.
0: With technology, there's usually just kind of two basic dimensions. There's technology as it changes how society and consumers transact. And then there's technology having to adapt to the needs of consumers and the market. So in this context, what are the significant changes in families and family office um, in that realm that are now driving the next technological shifts and mandates?
1: So the first thing that comes to mind is the adaptability of artificial intelligence. Mm. We are starting to look at, and again, this isn't our industry alone, it's all industries and technologies. We are looking at the behavior of our consumers, and we are extracting from that behavior, information and ideas that will bring us to the next step. We are predicting based on the history of a person, what it is that they're really needing and really desiring. So the idea of bringing AI into play allows us to incorporate both sides of that picture.
0: Now, there are bound to be a few mistakes as we all get all fair with new technology. So what common missteps take place when making major technological changes in this uh, space called the family office?
1: Uh, You know, I've come through this industry in all kinds (laughs) of ways, and I've been on all sides of the picture, you know, uh, compliance and performance measurement and so forth. But, But the last 15 years have been focused on the family office space. And the one thing that I run into time and time again, technology historically in the family office has been approached rather tactically. Uh, We need something to solve our accounting problem. So just go out and get that right. It's not really looking at the strategy of the family and the legacy. So what happens is every few years, well, we need to add a new tool. We need to make a shift. And it's a constant state of we need to adapt again and again. So one of the things I would compare this to would be uh, if you're building a, a building, a house, you would never say, well, let's let's put in this electrical system because we're going to use it. We'll figure out what the house will look like at the end. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Yeah. So working with the family on their strategic plan, what is it their legacy? What is it they're trying to do for the three generations from now? Working backwards, building a strategic plan to accomplish that eliminates a lot of this reactive um, change on a regular basis. Putting in a strategic plan for your technology is just as important as it is for your investments or any other aspect of your family. So I, the most common problem is if I ask a question, consulting of a family office, what, it is, it, what is it we're trying to do in 5, 10 years? No one's asked that question, typically. It's, well, tell me what solution to buy that'll solve this tactical problem. So that is the most common misstep that I see. It's expensive. And uh, now it certainly makes consulting lucrative because you're doing it all over again every few years. But for the families, I would suggest that we, we look at it strategically like you would any other aspect of the family.
0: And finally, Kent, I mean, I think many of us, you know, we've got lots of considerations. Now we've got to consider technology adapting and just being all fair with it. Just to simplify the text, for the families listening to you right now, what are just the the things you would say, just keep this foremost to mind as you go forward and slowly but surely you'll make that shift? Uh, One of
1: the common things you should understand. Uh, I have a general rule about technology in general. When you have a core technology in your family office, you should think of it as being another strategic person, somebody that's important to your goal. And generally, frankly, the cost of it annually is about the same as a person. If you're getting away cheaper than that, well, great. But if you think of it that way, and it's a person, that helps. Secondly, as as you're approaching the overall picture of what you're trying to do, understand that the needs of the family drive the technology. The needs of the office drive the technology. Who is your client? Are you trying to fulfill information for those in the office who are making investment decisions? Or are you trying to fulfill something for the family. And you can do both, but you just need to understand the and why. Um, and, and I think most families finding a peer, another family or another equivalent organization to have these discussions always helps. And uh, I know here at Fox, we're all about education. We're all about every aspect of the family and the family office. But mostly I I find that uh, providing a path to a legacy is what drives the technology.
0: Thank you so much. So basically, if you remember your why, then the technology will start to answer all the questions that emerge from there. Thank you so much for sharing your interesting insights, Kent Lawson, from the uh, Family Office Exchange. And we're looking forward to more insightful content for this modern era. Until then. Goodbye.